Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hi, I'm A.J. Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native father of the effortless English system. I train you to speak English fluently, speak English powerfully, speak English confidently, speak English effortlessly when you join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Monday, Monday, this is Japan time. Monday, actually, no, I think it's Europe time. Monday, I am sending an email. I'm sending out an email. If you are on my email list, right? If you subscribe to my email list, please watch your email Monday and Tuesday, depending on your time zone, right? Depending where you are in the world. But watch your email. Open that email. I've got a few announcements about... 2020 about the business English course, about our movie course, right? The, from the Matrix, the Matrix movie course. The recordings are available on Monday for VIP members, free for VIP members. Remember, VIP members are getting these movie courses for free and free extra bonus. It's a really good reason to join the VIP program. Just that. Just the movie courses, you're, you're getting a fantastic deal. You know, I know many of you want to understand movies. You want to understand movies in English. So I'm going through in the movie courses, I'm going through, I'm teaching you all the vocabulary in the movie. Our first movie is The Matrix, which we now have the recordings. VIP members, you get The Matrix movie course for free when you join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. I have also some information about the Business English course. Those of you who want to get the Business English course. So anyway, watch your email. Open that email. Check it out. I linked to one of my recent videos also. Today, we're starting a new book. We're starting a new book. Just the introduction today. We will not start the book today. I'm not going to start reading the book today, but we're just going to do the introduction. Next week, we will start reading The Hobbit, The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. A few of you requested The Hobbit as our new book for the book club. It's a good suggestion. I, I asked for suggestions. I wanted to read a light book, a book that's kind of a, a happier, lighter book. The Hobbit's perfect for that. So we're going to talk about The Hobbit a little bit today. Just some general ideas about The Hobbit. And then next week we'll start the book, chapter one, next week. As always, we're live on YouTube. All right, I'll come to comments and questions at the end as usual. Let's talk about The Hobbit. So The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. A number of you are familiar with this book. It's a very famous, famous book. I mentioned recently that my own history with The Hobbit is one of, if I think about it, it may have been the first true novel that I ever read. 
as a child, like full length. Not like I used to read Hardy Boys books as a kid, and but but in terms of a actual fairly, you know, it's a fairly short novel, but still, uh, I read it in the fourth grade. Some of you may remember I mentioned that my teacher actually introduced me to The Hobbit. She's the one who got me interested in Tolkien, or my fourth grade teacher. She read the book to our class. So she would read like one chapter, I can't remember, once a day or something like that. We had a reading time and she read the book to us because maybe she thought the book was too difficult for some of the students. I don't know. But anyway, so she read the, all of The Hobbit to us. Then she read all of The uh, Fellowship of the Ring. And she read all of The Two Towers to us. So this was during one year. We read all three of those books, but we didn't read The Return of the King. I remember being really frustrated as a kid that she didn't read the final book to us. Uh, but anyway, it motivated me to go read these books myself. Again, I wanted to read them myself. So I read The Hobbit. Uh, I think I read The Hobbit maybe the first time in the fourth grade at some point. Then I, it was interesting because I had this kind of uh, habit of I would reread it. Maybe I had such positive memories of this book that like maybe every couple of years as a kid and even all the way into high school, I would read it again. So I remember reading it. I probably read that book, The Hobbit. I probably read it. I don't know, four or five times. Like, I think fifth or sixth grade I read it. I remember reading it in uh, middle school again. I remember reading it in high school again. And also The Lord of the Rings, right? The the uh, bigger and more difficult books. So anyway, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful book. Now, may, many of you probably know The Hobbit is the, it's kind of the prequel. It's the, it comes before Lord of the Rings, if some of you have seen the movies but not read the books, you're in for a nice surprise because the movies suck. <laughs> the Hobbit movies. The, the Lord of the Ring movies were okay. They're, they're, they're not super great, but they're okay compared to the books. The books are, of course, much better. But the Hobbit movies really stink. They're really terrible. They're nothing like the book at all. And... I think you'll enjoy reading this book, The Hobbit, because the book is wonderful. The book is a fantastic, very nice book. And Peter Jackson just destroyed those movies there. It's horrible, horrible, horrible. I don't know what... He was just doing it for money. It's sad, but anyway. So there's a few notes about this. So first of all, The Hobbit is first in the story, and then come Lord of the Rings, right? Lord of the Rings has three parts. Fellowship of the Ring, The Two Towers, and The Return of the King. Most of you have probably seen those movies. So The Hobbit is before. The Hobbit is about Bilbo Baggins. The hero of Lord of the Rings is Frodo, who has the one ring and he has to destroy it, right? Frodo. But Frodo's, um, I think it's his uncle, actually. Bilbo is his uncle, but uh, but he, but kind of like his dad, because Bilbo raises Frodo. So, The Hobbit is about Bilbo. It's about Bilbo going on an adventure. As I mentioned before, these two um, works, we could call them, have a very, very, very different feeling. 
It's quite interesting. I I, kind of like the way Tolkien did this because the Lord of the Rings, maybe you've seen the movies or maybe you tried to read the books, but the Lord of the Rings has a very serious tone. Right? We can talk about the tone of a book. We can talk about the tone of a story. Tone is like the overall emotional feeling. Like the general overall emotional feeling. The tone. So the tone of Lord of the Rings, about Frodo and others, is uh, number one, very serious. It's uh, fairly heavy. Heavy emotionally, right? Kind of, um, it's not light. There are a few points in Lord of the Rings that are funny, a little minor humor, usually with Merry and Pippin. But overall, it's uh, quite a serious book or series of books, trilogy. And, uh, you know, like a lot of the Lord of the Rings is about hopelessness and despair, right? That's one of the major themes, messages in Lord of the Rings, uh, is this the struggle, the fight of the good people, the good people, Frodo and the hobbits and the other people on the side of good, that they, they, they constantly have to fight against losing hope, right? Feeling despair, because through a lot of the story in Lord of the Rings, it's the situation feels hopeless. Evil seems too strong, right? Sauron and the orcs and the and uh, the riders, the black riders, and they just seem too strong. And then they're betrayed by Saruman. They thought he was a good guy, but he turns out to be terrible and evil. And, uh, you know, one of the major characters dies in Lord of the Rings. So... And, and then uh, several of the leaders of the, you know, of the good people are very weak and they they lose hope right there's denethor who's in in gondor uh, that's in you'll see that in return of the king he can, he, can, he goes crazy cuz he completely loses hope he has despair he's sure they're going to lose he's sure evil will win and theoden in uh, rohan which is in the mostly the the uh, two towers for Maybe the first half of that book, he also, he just seems he's weak because he has worm tongue. He has this evil guy who's making him lose hope also. So there's a lot of this, you know, Frodo many times, you know, he like he's, he's suffering and suffering Sam and Frodo. And they many times they feel like there's no hope, right? They're sure they're going to die. They shoot, they're, they're sure they're going to fail. But uh, a lot of that story then is about having the courage, having faith, having faith, don't lose hope, keep going. So, pretty serious, pretty heavy feeling. Um, beautiful, very well done, very beautiful book, Lord of the Rings, Lord books. The Hobbit, on the other hand, has a very, 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 very different tone, a very different feeling. There's not really this uh, same struggle against hopelessness. Bilbo is a more comic character. He's a funnier character than Frodo. Frodo is a little is is more of a serious character, and somewhat tragic in in a way. Uh, he suffers a lot. Bilbo doesn't suffer so much. Bilbo is he's funny. He's um he's kind of fat. He's kind of lazy. He's not heroic in the beginning. He kind of becomes a bit of a hero by the end of the book. But he's a uh, He's kind of a reluctant hero, we say, right? He doesn't really want to be a hero. In fact, he gets tricked into this adventure. 
right? There's a part of him that kind of wants an adventure, but mostly he's living a very safe, a very comfortable life at the beginning of the book. Bilbo's very, very comfortable. He loves to eat. He loves to be comfortable. He loves to be in his home. He doesn't like change. He doesn't like any kind of change. He doesn't like any surprises. Nothing like this. And in fact, Gandalf kind of tricks him. Gandalf sees something in Bilbo. Gandalf sees something that he's a little different than the hobbits. He sees that part of Bilbo wants an adventure. Part of Bilbo wants a challenge. Part of Bilbo wants to do something new and amazing. But the other part of Bilbo, he's just living this safe, kind of boring life all the time, right? And so he gets tricked into going on this big adventure with the dwarves, right? To go to the mountain and and uh, get the gold from the dragon. And all of this is really scary to him. Uh, but somehow he, he gets tricked by Gandalf into doing it. Right. And so in much of the story, he doesn't really want to be there. He kind of he, he's complaining because uh, he's hungry, because he's scared, because things are difficult. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, wait, wait, dragons. Oh, my God, I don't want to do this. Right. But then very li- kind of gradually, little by little, as he goes into these dangerous situations, he somehow becomes more courageous. He somehow becomes more brave, and by the end, we see that he actually becomes kind of a hero. He becomes, you know, not a big hero fighting directly, you know, big and strong, but he does some courageous things. He does some amazing things. He uh, he rescues the dwarves at one point. He, 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 even though he's just a regular guy, he somehow... You know, he rises. He rises when he's needed. When he's needed, when his friends need him, the dwarves need him, he finds some courage. He finds some faith. He finds strength. And he does what needs to be done to help them. You know, so it's kind of that kind of adventure. There are a lot, there's a lot of little more humorous, funny parts in it. Uh, it's overall light. Uh, it's a very quick book, right? They made three movies, which is ridiculous. They did it for money. If for a movie, it should have been one movie. Just one one movie would have been enough. Um, because, you know, in the, the movies, the Hobbit movies, because they made three, it's kind of slow. It's very slow. But you'll see when we read the book, the book moves very fast because it's actually, a, you know, it's not so long. So a lot happens very quickly. Boom, boom, boom. Every chapter, something's happening. The story goes very quickly. It's very interesting. So that's something else the movies did very badly. They made it into the very slow uh, story. It actually should be quite quick. The movies are very heavy and serious. That's not what The Hobbit's like. It's very light and kind of funny. Um, So yeah, anyway, we'll see. But it's a nice, fun book. In The Hobbit, we do get introduced. It's It's interesting because if you read The Hobbit... If you just like when I first heard The Hobbit as a kid, I had no idea there were other books. So it seems like it's just its own book. It's just a, you don't realize when you read it that it's actually preparing you for The Lord of the Rings because it's the in The Hobbit that's where Bilbo finds the ring. But in The Hobbit we don't realize Right? We ne- we're never told in the book that this ring is super powerful and super evil. We have no idea. It just seems like a nice little magic ring. That's all. 
right? You know, Bilbo has no idea about it. And we never, Tolkien, the writer, he never tells us anything. He never gives us any information that this ring is super important. It just seems like kind of a magic ring that helps Bilbo. Bilbo uses it, um, you know, to escape some bad situations. That's all. But in fact, of course, we know that in the later books, this ring is kind of the main most important thing. So it's kind of, I think it's kind of interesting how Tolkien did this, that he decided that with the first book, it would be light, almost like a children's book, very light, that he would introduce the most important thing in the whole story, but he wouldn't tell us about it. He wouldn't give, we would have no idea in the first book, right? So it's kind of interesting. He gives us, he introduces us to the world of Middle Earth with this very light, fun story. Just seems like a big adventure, kind of a cool big adventure. Of course, we we meet Gandalf, one of the main characters of the whole story also. And then later, when you read Lord of the Rings, when you start reading The Fellowship of the Ring, if you have no idea, right, if you're new to all of it, then suddenly it's like, whoa, that's the ring? Oh my God, it's very interesting. It's kind of, I think it's a very skillfully done the way Tolkien did that. Now, as we go into The Hobbit, we'll, you know, we'll read chapter by chapter. Maybe sometimes we'll do two chapters or three chapters. I'll see how fast we're going. I usually start slowly. We just do one chapter at first. Later, in later weeks, we might speed up and do more chapters per week. We'll see. Because this is kind of a light book, I may not be talking so much about like the deep, deep messages. There are a few messages in this book. As I said, I think one of the messages is how just regular, normal people can actually be courageous, can be heroic when necessary, right? It's about the heroism of the average, regular person, not the big, strong guys, right? In this story, Gandalf is a powerful wizard. Of course, he's a hero. The dwarves are big, powerful fighters. They're heroes. But Bilbo is not, neither. He's not, he, he doesn't have any magic. He's not a big, powerful hero. He can't really fight much. But uh, somehow he becomes a hero anyway. Some people say that this is Tolkien talking about the British. You know, Tolkien was in World War I. And he saw, you know, it was, of course, terrible, World War I. But, and he saw how all these regular, normal people became heroic. You know, they, they were in these terrible situations and facing death. And many of them did die. And they, they were courageous somehow, even though back in their old life, they were just regular, normal people like Bilbo. You know, maybe a little lazy, maybe a little comfortable. But somehow... Uh, when necessary, they became heroic. So I think that's one theme, one message we're going to see through The Hobbit. There may be some others. Sometimes when we go through The Hobbit, I might just talk about ideas that um, that I'm reminded of, right? That like we might read something in The Hobbit and it makes me think of something. It might not be what Tolkien's trying to say, right? It might not be a message that Tolkien actually is putting in there. It might just be kind of my own idea. I'll tell you when that's the case. Because as I said, this is a lighter book. So 
There are fewer deep messages in The Hobbit. I think Lord of the Rings, the other books, there are a lot more. You know, it's dealing with some serious ideas. Uh, the Hobbit, less so. There might be some, but less. So we'll talk maybe a little more about the vocabulary this time. We'll talk, uh, I'll bring in my ideas as I, you know, as I can. You can ask me idea. You can ask me about vocab and phrases from the chapters. And uh, let's just enjoy this book. It's a very nice book. It's a very, very nice book. So I encourage you, read the book. Get the book now. It's The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. Get an e-book. I recommend an e-book because for learning English, it's much easier. You can just kind of tap on the words, touch the words that you don't know, get a definition or translation. And go ahead and read chapter one this week. Read chapter one, right? I'll show you the title page. If you're watching on video, you can see it. The Hobbit or There and Back Again by J.R.R. Tolkien. There and Back Again is the subtitle, like it's kind of the alternate title. The idea of The Hobbit is that is that uh, Bilbo wrote this book. Of course, Tolkien wrote it, but but the idea is that this is uh, Bilbo writing about his adventure, that it's, it's finished and now he's writing about it himself. All right, I'll go ahead and go into our questions and comments. Just this is probably a little bit shorter show today uh, because we're just doing the introduction and next week we will get into the book itself. Good. Well, Jao Ribeiro says, uh, Tolkien's my favorite writer. It was because of him that I started to study English. Great. And I hope that maybe some of you... After we read The Hobbit, I hope some of you will try to read the other books. The other books are more difficult. I'll just warn you, in terms of vocabulary, the other books are dif more difficult. Uh, but hopefully after The Hobbit, try a Fellowship of the Ring yourself. Veronica Cabrera, ah, from my home state. I'm Brazilian. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, about three years. I'm from there. When I, when, did, uh, when I started learning English with your classes, with the main vocabulary lessons, mini stories and point of view, they helped me a lot. Thank you. Well, good. Good, Veronica. And, uh, you know, hope you're doing well in Georgia. Yeah, Sriram says, Lord of the Rings, in my opinion, Lord of the Rings movies were great. As were the books, but not The Hobbit. Yeah, I would say, I wouldn't say great for the movies, but I would say good. They were well done. They were, you know, I was, I was happy with, I love the books and I really, really love the books. So I was not, I, I felt there were just a couple parts that, I don't know, Peter Jackson had to do the Hollywood thing, unfortunately. But overall, yes, the Lord of the Rings movies are generally decent. They're pretty good. They're well, it's pretty well done for Hollywood. Um, the Hobbit movies suck. <laughs> the books in general, of course, are much, much better. But still, I agree with you. The Lord of the Rings movies are not bad. Fernando is looking forward to reading the book. He says, I look forward to reading that book. I think it's interesting. Yes, it's a very nice book. Very nice.
Halima says, I love the movie, but I didn't read the book. Well, now's your chance. It's your chance now. If you like the Hobbit movies, believe me, you're going to love the book. The, the book is much better. Much, much, much better. So if you like the movie, well, then you should really love the book because the book is so much better than those movies. You know, because I, of course, I read the book and it's, I love that book so much. Uh, when I saw the movies, I was like, ah, this is terrible. But I don't know, maybe, maybe if you never read the book, maybe the movies are not so bad. I don't know. It, but I, for me, I can't see it that way, right? I already read the book many times. So for me, I just, I couldn't enjoy that movie. Or movies, honestly. Oh, Siracha says, Today is Children's Day in Thailand. Children all over the world are very cute. Ah, that's right, Children's Day. Well, happy Children's Day to Thailand and to everybody. My child is crying right now. Okay, just looking for a few more comments and then we'll get going, guys. Oh, let's see. Now, oh, lots of people saying hello. Hello to you all. It's probably going to be a short one today, guys. Like I said, we're not actually doing the, uh, the, the, the book today. So the first chapter starts with, it's called An Unexpected Party. And it's Bilbo. First he meets Gandalf in the, first, in, in the beginning. And then he meets the dwarves. And then the adventure begins. And as you'll see, it moves very quickly. Like in the movie, this part of the, the, this part of the story in the movie is so long. In the first movie, they stretch it out for so long. You know, Bilbo's in the Shire, and he's at home, and then Gandalf comes, and then the dwarves visit, and they have a party. And it's very serious, kind of their... Whereas, it's just one chapter in the book. It's just one quick chapter. Gandalf comes, the dwarves come, it's quite funny. The dwarves destroy his house, basically, partying and eating. They eat a lot of his food, they... uh, they're throwing his dishes around. Bilbo's stressed out. Ah, right, because he doesn't expect any of these guys. And suddenly he has a house full of dwarves and he's running around going crazy. And, uh, and then the adventure begins. It's all very fast. Boom, boom, boom. It moves quickly. It's light. It's nice. In the movie, they stretch it out for a long time. Oh, yeah, Shiram, good point. I don't know if you know if I'm allowed to say this, but Acharya Ji has a beautiful video on Lord of the Rings, how it relates to Dharma. Yes, he does. Dharma Nation. Dharma Nation on YouTube. Uh, Check it out. He does have a very nice um, interpretation of Lord of the Rings, connecting it to Dharma and kind of the Dharma messages of Lord of the Rings. 
Yes, it's well done. I like it. Yeah, like Obra says, I think the book has more meaning and good messages than the movie. Yes, the books are much, much deeper than the movies. Talking especially about Lord of the Rings. For sure. Sounds like some of you have already read it. Tung Min says, I've, I will, oh no, I will read. I will read The Hobbit and look forward to seeing your show of chapter one. It's a great way to learn English and improve vocabulary. Exactly. It's a, it's a nice, it's a great story. You'll definitely get some vocab from it. It's great. Yeah, like Danny Gonzalez says, um, I haven't read the book. I did watch the movie. The message I got was you have to leave your comfort zone at some point over the course of your life. Yeah, that's certainly one of the messages. Bilbo leaves his comfort zone. And he's a comfortable little guy. And he doesn't like being uncomfortable. But he, he grows. By the end, you know, he's a very different person at the end of the book. Flo asking about some other books by Tolkien. Did you read The Silmarillion or The Children of Hurin or other posthumous publications, meaning after death? Uh, yes, I have, actually. Yes. The Silmarillion is quite interesting. It's, um, you know, it's it, unfortunately because he didn't, because he didn't, um, you know, he wasn't alive. He couldn't finish it. It, it, it doesn't. It's not written as well, you know, because but it's, they're not really finished works. Uh, his son uh, did a pretty good job on it. It's still I like it. It's it's interesting, but uh, uh, it's it's too bad that Tolkien wasn't able to finish those in more of a a full form. It would have been nice. Well, Santosh is recommending the Hardy Boys. Can you do a book club with Hardy Boys books? Maybe. Maybe in the future we could do a Hardy Boys book. That, that, that's not a bad idea. I remember reading those books. Oh, man. I, I read a lot of those books when I was young. A lot of them. All right, guys, I think we're about done. Like I said, I think we're just doing a short book, short one today. Just looking, I'm just checking the comments very quickly. Yep, I think we're done. Uh, I'll go with this last question and then finished. Uh, Barlar Krishna says, how many pages should I read per day? Uh, I don't know, but just for The Hobbit, just read one chapter per week. One chapter per week. I don't know how many pages. The chapters, of course, are different different length, each one. But uh, read chapter one this week. Ah, I just dropped my glasses. One second. Okay, so, yes. This week, read chapter one about Bilbo. It's called An Unexpected Party is the uh, the name of the chapter. And basically, the, it gets the story gets moving very, very quickly. In the first chapter, we introduce to Bilbo 
And then we meet Gandalf and the dwarves, and then it all begins. So read chapter one, and we'll come back again. And next week, we'll actually do, we'll discuss chapter one. If you have vocabulary questions from the, uh, the Hobbit, you can take a note and ask me during the live stream next week. All right, well, that's all for today. Uh, I've got a sunny day. I'm going to go walk with my babies today, do some exercise. Hope you are doing well. Tomorrow, movie club, we begin. We will restart, restart Jerry Maguire, finally. Back to Jerry Maguire tomorrow, movie club on Twitch, live on Twitch. Okay, lots of love to you. See you next time. And remember, for the first movie club, The Matrix, VIP members, Monday, check Check on the courses site Monday because you, you're getting those lessons. You're going to learn all of the matrix, all of the vocab from the matrix. You're going to learn it from that course. And VIP members, you get that free. It's a free extra bonus. It's an extra bonus only for VIP members. Free extra bonus. It's a good reason to join my VIP program. You get this one. And when we finish Jerry Maguire, you'll get the entire Jerry Maguire course also VIP members will get for free. All my movie courses, VIP members, you will get for free. So, I mean, really, <laughs> that's just that is a great reason to join VIP. You also, of course, get the normal VIP lessons too. So, it's a super great deal. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join today, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. See you next time. Bye for now.